What did I just say? Doesn't sound like the usual mindless, boring, getting to know you chit chat. Welcome into the Green Insider Podcast, powered by E Renewable. I am your host, Fred Davis. Episode 126 of the program happening right now. And of course, it's a Follower Friday kind of show today. As we welcome to the program from Commodities People uh, and a friend of the program and Mr. Howard Walper and his new partner in crime, Mr. Ben Hillary. Uh, we're going to hear from them and how Commodities People came together. Of course, if you listen to the program, we know a lot of you have. Howard Walper, uh, longtime founder and operator of Alpha Insight, uh, Uh, putting together some of the best conferences in the entire United States of America. He teamed up with uh, his European counterpart, if you will, Mr. Ben Hillary from Commodities People, and we're going to hear how the two of them came together. Incredible story, so stay tuned for that. But before we hear from Ben and Howard, let's hear from our CEO and co-founder, Mr. Mike Niemer, telling you what it is we do here at eRenewable. At eRenewable, we know going green is important to your business and your ESG rating. Besides offering PPAs and VPPAs, through our network of clean energy professionals, we can also offer renewable natural gas, or let us help you lower your carbon footprint with responsibly sourced gas from a leading global energy provider. Maybe you need green energy credits, whether it's unbundled RECs or RSG certificates. Your path to net zero and decarbonization is one step closer with the renewable. For more assistance, please call us at 1-866-ERENEW1. Thank you so much for that, Mr. Mike Niemer. You can find out more about the company over at eRenewable, or if you're into a Follower Friday kind of vibe, and we know that a lot of you are, give us a follow on our LinkedIn page, eRenewable, and the Green Insider Podcast, so you too can be featured on our Follower Friday series, so we and the rest of the energy transition world can learn what your company's doing to make the world a better place. All right, let's get right down to today's episode, Follower Friday, Ben Hillary, Howard Walper. This was a, I'll tell you what, if it sounds fun, if it sounds like good information, that's because it was. We had an absolute blast uh, talking with these two gentlemen. Just great energy, and that tells you all you're going to need to know about the Commodity Trading Americas Conference. It's going down June 8th and 9th at the Norris Center here in City Center here in H-Town. It's going to be a top-notch event. You're going to love it. I promise you, you will learn a lot from it as well. You heard from Tom Lord earlier in the week on the program. Now hear about how Ben Howard came together. It's a great story, and you're going to learn a lot more about what they have in store for the conference season. Without further ado, here is, from Commodities People, Ben Hillary and Howard Walper. In the event, in events for 20 years, uh, Commodities People has been running for about uh, five or so uh, years. Okay, so you've been in it for 20 years, and then you opened up Commodities People five to seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we've got some legacy events been running for a while. So, so yeah, you know, we've been doing various forms, uh, events on energy and commodities, uh, you know, within Europe mainly since 2009. Traditionally, the um, our niche was really around energy trading, um, technology, operations, from a physical cross-commodity perspective, uh, risk management. What we've looked at quite a lot is the world of events is a really busy space. Uh, so we, you know, we just want to have our, our niche and just do it really well. So, you know, that is to focus purely on uh, one side, uh, energy trading, uh, all things related to uh, energy trading across the energy commodity types. 
not to sort of go too far away from that. And then on the commodity side, you know, be the leaders in uh, in events and community around cross commodity, uh, around multi commodity trading. So not so much like oh, you know, we think that the price of cotton is going to go up, we think the price of rubber is going to go down, but actually. What are all the processes around uh, commodity trading? You know, there are a lot of, you know, the markets are different, but actually the way they're traded, the way risk is managed, the way technology works, all that, lots of similarities and a lot of sort of learnings there can be uh, across across those. I'm from uh, a small town outside of uh, Nottingham in the UK. And it's got its charm, but, uh, you know, probably similar ways you realise that Kansas has got its charm, but Houston's probably where things are at. So I was like, you know, 2004, finished university, uh, right, lived in Not- lived back in Nottingham for about a month. No, this isn't working. Get down to London. What's the first job I can get? Oh, it's uh, an events company. OK. And we start working on some uh, energy trading events, amongst others. After five years there, it's like, well, actually, this is, uh, this is really good. And then... I think I can do better than, than them. So uh, yeah, that's how that's how it started. And then you know we've we've built brilliant relationships in in Europe in particular over the years. We actually ran a few Houston events. I think it was 2011 and 12 on energy trading back office. So just purely that one element of energy trading. Yeah, that's good, but it wasn't uh, you know the the there wasn't enough in it to warrant us, uh, you know, there were more opportunities in Europe at that point for us. Whereas this, what we do now is a lot more, you know, something for everyone in the energy uh, and commodity trading organization. You know, as as I'm sure Howard, as as I'm sure you've seen, you know, multiple conferences focusing on different areas of the business, but a shared networking exhibition area. Uh, So, you know, there's an opportunity for multiple stakeholders from the same company to have conversations together that wouldn't necessarily always uh, have under those circumstances. How did Commodities People and Alpha Insight come together? Tell me a little bit about the genesis of that relationship and why it made so much sense for the two parties to come together. Ben, would you like me to kick off? Yeah, go for it. Sounds good. Well, you know, um, yeah, we had just done our, our, uh, our Energy Trading Risk Summit. And I received a call right around uh, November, uh, right around Thanksgiving uh, from from, uh, Ben, who was looking to uh, expand a bit into the U.S. and he wanted to clear dates, things like that. Uh, I, of course, was trying to expand into Europe as well. Uh, We had a good conversation. We really hit it off. We found out that we were stronger together. There was a lot of great synergy. We we viewed the world in in, uh, uh, generally the same way, and we thought we'd have a lot more opportunity if we merged up. So... uh, in the world's quickest merger by January 1st, we were, uh, we were one. We joined up and uh, hopefully bringing the best of what we did with Alpha Insight uh, into the uh, commodities people portfolio. Yeah, I think what, what I'd add to that is, uh, you know, this wouldn't, uh, I think from, from my, both mine and Howard's uh, side, we wouldn't, uh, it's probably quite unusual to sort of jump into bed with another company so quickly but actually in this case even though this was the the first time we were talking was in in november um we were very much aware in a positive way with what each other's companies was doing you know we 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 share sponsors we share speakers we share some attendees uh and everyone was always talking incredibly highly of of howard and alpha insights and their events and 
you know, Howard was, uh, I believe, getting similar feedback. So it wasn't a case of they're a bit of a bit of a nasty organization. We don't really want to be associated with them. It was actually quite a it was quite a straightforward decision, really. Reputationally, we, we I think we both had uh, very good reputations in the industry and uh, quite a few of our, our uh, vendors and some of our contacts in industry were saying, oh, you have to meet Ben or you have to you have to you should have a chat with him. Uh, so I, I think uh, it, it, it's like uh, industry was trying to set us up. In, in today's day and age where, like you guys know, I mean, hell, we're watching it unfold with Twitter right now. How does something that monumental and that impactful for each of y'all's respective companies come together so quickly? Well, you know, before we get into that, let me make a point to say that Elon Musk, despite the rumors, has not made an offer to take over <laughs> our companies yet. Um, our company yet, so uh, you, you guys can uh, rest assured that uh, Elon Musk will not be controlling the no breaking news here our conferences. Now that being said, um, I think it was actually one conversation. We had one one full conversation about dates, and, and then I remember going away thinking about it and thinking, boy, do I really want to? Uh, I, I, this was my perspective, of course. Do I really want to split the pie further in the conference world, uh, or? Do we want to, uh, you know, it might make sense to uh, to work together? Um, and uh, I remember going back to, to Ben with that idea, and, and uh, that's how I remember it. Ben, how about you? Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. So I think there's actually been a, a long-term trend in the events sector over the last ten years, where go back ten years, and there was lots and lots of small events all over the place. Uh, now it feels like you know there has been increasingly this trend for winner takes all and uh there's less space left for lots of uh, smaller players so it was it just seemed like a really sensible thing to do when did the you know the the golden moment really happen so came to houston we had a nice day in the office and then howard me and my wife went around to uh, howard and his uh, wife's place we got treated to houston's best barbecue howard's uh, cute little dog was uh, running all over the place we were like yeah you know what this can uh, this works. This this feels right. <laughs> and, and as you know, in Texas, a lot of deals are done over barbecue. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it absolutely. And like I said, being a Kansas guy, I can appreciate good barbecue. So uh, <laughs> real quick, being the, you know, since we're in Houston as well, Howard, where, where uh, what Houston barbecue place did you take him to? Actually, I really, I, I'm, I'm, I know this is a, it's a bit of a chain, but I'm a real big fan of Rudy's. Oh, okay. I really do like quite a bit. Um, okay. I find I find uh, especially for the uh, takeout and catering, uh, it, it tends to uh, they they never tend to uh, disappoint. No, they don't. That's how it just said the equivalent of he took me to McDonald's. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to him. I wouldn't do that to him. But uh, I tell you what, I will say this. Uh, I've got a great Rudy story that I'll tell you guys one day. Uh, and, and it's really not for, for public consumption, but uh, I'll definitely, uh, you know, when the three of us get together in person, I will definitely tell you my Rudy story, which uh, had, it was a, actually a kind of a pivotal moment in my life. But anyway, neither here nor there. So, okay, let's get down to brass tacks when it comes to the question I'm dying to ask you then is you guys come together. How does the dividing and or maybe dividing is not the right word, but how does the sorting out of titles company name and you know kind of how the the relationship's going to move forward how does that get parsed out and what was that conversation like well from my perspective i've followed what commodities people uh have been doing for quite a while and i was really uh i was really impressed with their model 
they, where they take a number of different conferences or conference streams, put them into one week, get some uh, critical mass of people. It becomes a really robust commercial marketplace for the, the vendor community. It becomes a really great information and uh, information sharing, idea sharing for the people in the industry. It, it, and it allows people to look at different areas of the business, maybe that they're not always as familiar with. So I really like their model. I also like that they uh, were working in other companies besides energy. That's, it opens up a huge world. And, and more and more, those worlds are interconnected. And I loved the fact that we were looking at commodities, looking at energy uh, from points of commonality across those, uh, across those silos. Like Ben said earlier, you have a lot of small conferences focused on one or two commodities, commodity sectors, uh, things like that. But issues like ESG, like inflation, like geopolitics, those affect everybody. And as we've seen by some of the disruptions in the supply chain, by uh, you know, by the way that that uh, prices are going, things like that across commodities, uh, these commodities have more in common than they do uh, have uh, have their own individual quirks. You know, they're, they're, it, there are big macro trends happening in the market right now. And this is, I think, the best way to uh, learn about them and to strategize around them. So to answer your question, though, uh, they've been around for uh, a bit longer than we had. They had a more established brand. Uh, we felt we could bring our brand into that, uh, that uh, 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 the commodities people brand. So uh, really, uh, you know, and I felt like we could deliver uh, the same type of conference experience that they were delivering in, in Europe uh, under sort of under my watch here in the U.S. Uh, because we do see the world in quite a quite the same way, and uh, it, it, it just uh, it felt very natural to bring the Alpha Insight brand under the Commodities People brand. Yeah, I I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. I think um, it's also it does uh, come down to characters as well you know we we have always uh, got on and seen we're very much on the same page from day one there's never been any um real disagreements or anything like that so uh so yeah we both see the world in similar ways but we actually bring uh, quite different experiences to the table howard's more from originally the uh conference creation uh the content side of things where i've traditionally been more from the business development side his niche was really energy uh, risk, whereas ours was more cross-commodity risk and uh, uh, energy trade and digitalization. So yeah, it was fit quite nicely. What's one thing that you've learned from the other person so far in these last four months that you've taken away uh, thus far? Ben, you go first. I'll let you, uh, I'll let you uh, pontificate on the <laughs> wisdom I've brought to come out of these people. I think... Um, Howard's, particularly Howard's background uh, from an events perspective was from a, a large organization where the most, a big thing was the show itself, wasn't it, to Howard? I think that's, uh, that's the thing. So that's, and some, with myself coming from a purely commercial uh, events background where the product is the event rather than the product is, you know, price reporting services and event as a mechanism to promote that. So I think what I've learned is, you know, it's not uh, to to certainly pay better attention to to never overlook the experience and you know the the showmanship of the event itself. I think would be would be one thing. And and you know, from from my perspective, um, and good answer, Ben. Good answer. <laughs> for, for, from my 
Um, from my perspective, one of the things that I, I, I love what Ben did. So at uh, Alpha Insight, and this is more for uh, adding value for our vendors, who are really the ones who keep the lights on and, and pay the bills and, and allow us to do events like this. It's something that COVID taught us is that a, you know, a conference company isn't just about the conference on the day. It's about, it gives you the opportunity to communicate with your customers throughout the year, right? Now that we have a lot of virtual methods of getting in touch with people, webinars are, we've, we've had them for years, but now they're just more part of our lifestyle and our culture. How we keep people engaged throughout the year is important and allowing our, our vendors to communicate with their customers throughout the year is important. You know, we had started doing some things around this with Alpha Insight, but the packages, the type of things, uh, experiences for vendors that, uh, that Commodities Depot put together that really makes us a uh, sort of a boutique marketing agency for those in the industry who are looking to reach commodity traders, uh, risk managers, experts in uh, IT, you know, ESG, things like that. Instead of just, hey, we're showing up with our booth and shaking as many hands as possible, we're able to say, we're going to help you communicate with with your customers all year long. Uh, and uh, you know how you put that together in a, in a package, I think, was, was really important, really impressive on my side. June 8th and 9th, Nord's Conference Center, Red Oak Ballroom. Gentlemen, each one of you, just a little bit about, um, A, what folks are going to get, or B, a little bit about the uh, layout and kind of what people can expect and where they can go get information on how they can attend. We, we ran the European edition of uh, of this uh, about two weeks ago, and that hopefully gives a bit of a you know guidance to what it's to look like. Uh, busy, high level. Uh, we shot for five hundred people. We had six hundred and fifty eventually. Good uh, good mix of attendees. So yeah, I think in this in this post COVID world, we want it to be. I think the appetite of just going in and sitting in a room and getting presentation after presentation after presentation, you know, in a, in a dark uh, classroom style conference room is, is maybe a little bit less. So we, we're putting networking and uh, interaction at, at the heart of everything. Good, solid uh, uh, conference schedule, workshops, uh, interesting panels, great evening of entertainment. We're just finalising some details on that, but uh, talking barbecues, we're Hoping from Dillo Racing, just a really good, interesting couple of days on, on the mega trends affecting uh, commodity trading today, really. And uh, to add on that, I think um, from a content perspective, there's nothing like this on the content on the uh, conference circuit in the US. Uh, we're going to have three full tracks. We're going to start the day with some big mega trends, like, uh, like uh, Ben was saying. We're going to go into some drill downs to some specific commodity sectors uh, and what's new and interesting in them. We're going to be talking about uh, ads. We're going to be talking about fertilizers. We're going to be talking about uh, metals, oil, gas, supply chain, things like that. Uh, then we're going to break into three tracks. And those uh, three tracks really cover the major areas that I think most commodity trading companies are looking at right now. We're looking at uh, trading and risk as one track. We're looking at ESG and sustainability, which is really the, 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 the biggest issue, I think, uh, facing a lot of people right now. And we're going to be looking at digitalization as well. Uh, we are also uh, working with the, the Committee of Chief Risk Officers, the CCRO, who are going to have a, a large presence at that event and be holding a meeting alongside it. So we're going to have some very high-level speakers, participants, uh, decision makers from across the industry. We're also going to, like Ben said, have a great exhibition area featuring some of the 
the most uh, cutting edge uh, technologies out there today to help customers manage their their you know, their trading, their risk, tracking their their uh, ESG obligations, things like that. So it, it's really a great place to come, meet people, have a really good time. We're going to make it a lot of fun, get some great information, get some great uh, schmoozing in, and uh, you know, have a few drinks as well. So uh, hope to see you there at the uh, by the bar uh, at, at the end of a end of a day of uh, sessions. I got to ask, will the gong still be in effect? Oh, well, actually, you know, oddly enough, you know, I, I uh, spent a lot of years at uh, uh, another company, a price reporting agency, where I launched their conference business. When I left there, uh, my staff uh, gave me, as a gift, my own personal chimes. So I will have them there. They have a few more, you know, they have a few more notes than I think uh, I had available to me um, at the last conference, but I will have my chimes. Uh, so you will know when sessions are starting and ending. That is my, when you ask how we divide up responsibilities, that's my job to make sure people know where to be and when. So, um, yeah, I will be there banging the gong uh, enthusiastically. Absolutely. No, no, good. That's great stuff. That is great stuff. Uh, for the folks, I mean, obviously folks that know about what you guys are doing, they're going to be there. For folks that are listening to this podcast and are, are, are kind of, you know, what's it going to all be about? They know that. Where can they find out more information? Where can they get their tickets so that they can also be at the, uh, the, the event on the 8th and 9th? Well, if you want to see what we're doing uh, across the commodity sector, go to commoditytradingweek.com. Uh, you'll see the, uh, the big ad there for the, uh, for the Americas Conference, and you can also see some of the other things we're uh, doing in other parts of the world and online. We have monthly, uh, monthly activities going on online so people can keep up with uh, what's going on in the marketplace. Uh, but yeah, commoditytradingweek.com. Fantastic, fantastic. And then real quick, get you guys out of here with this. How many more events do you guys have uh, going on the rest of the year? And what's kind of, after we after y'all wrap up the 8th and 9th, what's kind of next on the docket for Ben and uh, Ben Howard and the entire team? Yes, yeah, busy, uh, busy year. We, we run uh, 10 different uh, online events throughout the year. Uh, that's a bunch of webinars taking place uh, each month in a different theme. Might be commodity trading digitalization, might be uh, energy trading risk, uh, a variety of subjects. But the next in person after that one will be uh, end of September in London, a county hall in London, Energy Trading Week Europe. That's going to be uh, probably our biggest of the year, six, seven, eight hundred uh, or so, uh, and thousands more online. And then we'll come back to Houston right towards the end of the year for the uh, Energy Trading Week Americas, uh, which will you know, not 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 be cross commodity, but we'll focus on all things uh, energy, uh, commodities, uh, particularly power, nat gas, energy, that sort of thing. Thank you so much for that, gentlemen. You can catch all of the Green Insider episodes over at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and on our website, eRenewable.com. Stay tuned next week. we got Mr. Herman Abanez from Abanez Consulting and a follower Friday with Mr. Patrick Rao from National Gas Intelligence. Great information from Mr. Patrick Rao. You will not be disappointed. As always, huge shout-out to the entire eRenewable team and Mike, Roger, Al, all the audience, all the guests. Without you guys doing what you do, we couldn't do what we do. This has been the Green Insider Podcast, powered by eRenewable. We make going green easier. We're tired of the tune. You must not relent. A terrorist show.